You are alone in a cell of the death block of a southern penitentiary, weeping. It is a cold, dismal, dreary night. Outside, a chilling rain beats endlessly against the small, barred window. Inside, you kneel beside your prison cot, softly praying into the darkness, begging for release from your alter ego. The Ohio Valley Cloak and Dagger Company presents Cloak and Dagger on the Air Stays Home, a special limited series designed to free you from the four walls of today for a half hour of adventure and intrigue. Tonight, Alter Ego, a 1939 radio play by Arch Ogler. I couldn't help it, Mother. I couldn't help it. It wasn't my fault. Oh, please believe me, Mother. There's no one else I can turn to now. You'll understand, won't you? If you've only been alive, you could have helped me. And now, somehow, I think you're close, listening to me. And I want to explain to you, to tell you everything that happened. You remember the boy next door, Bob? He was only ten when you died. Poor Bob. He was so happy that night. Father had just announced our engagement. We had a big crowd at the house. Everybody was so happy and gay. And afterwards, when everyone had gone, Father went inside the house and Bob and I were alone in the garden. Oh, it was so warm and lovely. Happy? Uh Uh-huh. So am I. It's going to be wonderful, Joan. Just us two. Just us two. I could hardly wait for the rest of them to go. Can you blame me? (laughs) I love you, Bob. I can stand it, honey. Why were you so scared when your dad got up to make the announcement? I don't know. I just... (laughs) Oh, let's forget it. (laughs) The blushing bride? No. Really, Bob, it wasn't anything. Come on now, tell Robert. Please, Bob. Darling, that's love. I want to know everything you think and everything you feel, even before you... No, you mustn't. Don't ever ask me things, Bob. Please, you've got to promise. Joan, what's the matter? Nothing. Nothing, only... Well, it isn't good for anyone to know so much about anyone else. Oh, go on. I know all about you already. (laughs) You're the loveliest, sweetest girl a man ever loved. Keep your arms around me, Bob. Like this. Always. Everything's all right when you do that. Is it? (sighs) Gee, the whole world seems different tonight. I mean, there's a kind of singing in the air. You hear those sounds, honey? Bob. Yes, Joan? Bob, do you ever... I mean, well, does it ever happen that... What are you trying to ask me, honey? Oh, I I don't know. Come on now, what's on your mind? Well, do you ever hear things? Sure, I mean, that's what I was telling you. And listen to them singing, the crickets and the frogs, and... But I don't mean that. 
Bob, I, I don't mean from the outside. I mean, do you ever hear things from the inside? From the inside? Oh, well, now I... Oh, if I could only explain it. It's not like a voice, and, and yet maybe it is a voice. Only there isn't any sound. It's like like something that wants to be born, and... and I... <laughs> Darling, what are you talking about? I... I don't know. Somehow, all evening, I've, I've had a feeling inside of me as if... As if what, sweetie? As if I'm... I... Oh, it's nothing at all. I, I guess I, I've just been running around too much. That's all. <laughs> I'll say you have. So strangely nervous. I've noticed that the last few days. What is it, Joan? Can't you tell me? Well, I... I'm not sure. Please, Bob, let's not talk about it anymore. Hold me close. It's getting so chilly. I'll get your coat. No, Bob, I don't... Let's take a moment, Joan. I'll be right back. Hurry, dearest. Joan. What? Joan. Who, who is it? Who's calling my name? Joan. Where? Where are you? I hear you. You're close by, but I can't see you. Please, where are you? You're frightening me. So, now you know where I am, don't you? I... No, it, it can't be true. It is true. I speak from within you. No, uh, no, it's someone speaking from the outside. Someone trying to frighten me and I won't listen to you. <laughs> yes, cover your ears. <clears throat> yes, you still hear me. In my head. Yes, in your head. Madness! You little fool. It's reality. Stand where you are and listen. You must. In my head? Yes. Yes, in your head. That's where I am and that's where I've been all of these years. The two of us? Yes, the two of us living in the same body. Your body. You've known I was there, haven't you? No. No. Oh, yes, you have. I fought with you all your life. You wanted to do this. I've wanted to do that. You felt me struggling within you, but you haven't dared admit that I was there. But now, at last, I've found words. And only you can hear them in your own mind, but they're words. Words, and they'll give me the world that belongs to me. <laughs> Listen, you. I've waited a long time for this, a long, long time, and you've got to let me live. Live? Yes, live. Live. Speak words that others can hear. Do what I want with this body that I live in. Oh, no, no. I've wanted to live so much. I fought in the darkness so long. At last, I fought my way through so that you can hear me. But now I want more. Much more. I want to have all of the body, you hear me? All of it. You've had it so long. It's my turn now. 
Listen, you've got to give it up. Give it up? Yes. Yes, you simple fool. Stop repeating my words. I want you to give it up. Your body, your mind, to me. <laughs> In the end, you'll have to anyway. I've grown stronger month after month, year after year. I've always been in you, without words. But now you hear me. You've got to give up your body, your mind, to me. It'll be easy. <laughs> Just give it up. Give up struggling against me. Oh, no. I will win. I will. <laughs> I've waited so long until you were tired. That simple little mind of yours tired. And now I won't go back into the darkness. I'll thrust you out and I'll live. I'll live. Joan, Joan, honey. Bob, Bob, oh, Bob. What is it, honey? What's happened? Hold me closer, Bob, closer, closer. And that's the way it was, Mother. The first time. That was the first time I heard her. She was in my mind, Mother. Right in my mind. I could hear every word. It would... It was madness, and... Yet it wasn't madness. It was really happening. Oh, the terrible days that followed, Mother. That horrible woman inside of me. Carmen, she called herself. Fighting. Fighting, fighting me every moment. Wanting me to... Well, I didn't quite understand. To... To stop resisting her, I guess. So that she could come alive in me and do with what she pleased with me. At first, I was too frightened to even struggle. She made me think such horrible things, Mother. Father and Bob couldn't understand what was happening to me. They used to spend long hours together talking over what had happened to me. Mr. Andrews, I tell you, Joan has changed. Now, my boy, calm yourself. Everything will come out all right. We've got to do something, sir. Why should someone as sweet and gentle as Joan suddenly turn into... I tell you, I can't stand it. But, my boy, what can we do? I... I don't dare call in a physician. He might... he might say... Yes, yes, I know what you're thinking. But she's not insane, sir. Don't even think of it. Joan is not insane. It's a strange sickness that'll pass. It's got to pass. Yes, Mother. I used to hear them through my bedroom door. Long hours of talking whether I was sane or not. And all the time that horrible woman inside of me, threatening me, telling me that they'd put me away in an asylum unless I listened to her, taunting me. Yes, I tell you. That's what they're doing. <laughs> talking about you out there. Saying you're insane. <laughs> you hear me? Insane. No. No, stop! Insane! That's what they're saying. Insane. I'll go to them. I'll, I'll tell them the truth. The truth? You little fool. Who'd believe you? A mind within a mind. Who'd believe you? I say, they'll put you in an asylum for life. 
you hear me? An asylum for life. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> yes, yes, weep you little fool, but that won't help you. Not in an asylum. That's where they'll put you. Walls around you all your life. Better to be dead, I tell you. Better to be dead. Yes. Yes! I'd rather be dead than that! Then listen to me. Let me take over. Let me live. It'll be so easy. Just don't fight me anymore. You will do that, won't you? No! Never! Never, you evil thing, you! I'll never let you! You will. You will, you will, you will, you will. <laughs> That's what I told her, Mother. I'd never let her have me to do with what she wanted. Never. But she kept after me, Mother. Day after day. Oh, I couldn't stand it any longer. And in Father's eyes, I began to see the thought of, of insanity. And I was so afraid. So very afraid. And she kept after me. Hour after hour. Taunting threatening listen you little fool listen to me <laughs> i say you must listen oh what's the use of burying your head in the pillow you know you'll hear me no matter what you do you'll always hear me i'm in you in you forever you hear me forever oh why don't you leave me alone Fool! I can't leave you alone. I can't. I want to live. I wanted life so long. You've got to let me have it. I'll go to Dr. Wine. I'll tell him everything. He he's my friend. He'll help me. No, 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 no. Doctor, you little fool. No doctor. They'll put you in an asylum. I tell you an insane asylum. I don't care. Anything, anything to stop this madness, you! No, no, you can't go to anyone. A bargain. That's what I'll make with you, a bargain. Bargain? Yes. <laughs> That's what I'll make with you, a bargain. I'll give you your freedom. Freedom, do you understand, since you need things to be repeated? I'll never talk again. You won't even know I'm here inside of you. You'll be just as you used to be. You'll be alone. If you go away. If I thought you meant it. If I could only trust you. You can. You can. Leave this house. Go away. Far away. To a new town. Start a new life. I'll leave you alone if you do. Only go away. You got to go away. A new life. Yes. Yes, a new life. I'll, I'll, I'll go away. I'll go away. And so I took the money you left me, Mother. I took it and I ran away. Train after train. I would get off one train and on the other. I didn't care where I was going. I just wanted to get away. 
far away, train after train, until at last my money was gone, and I found myself in this city, unknown, a thousand miles from home, but happy, because I thought I was free from her. Yes, mother, I was free from her. All the time on the train, not a word did she speak in my head, not a single thought. And then for a week in the city, she was gone, mother. Completely gone. And I was oh, so happy. With the few dollars I had left, I got a room. And then I got a job. And I thought, oh dear God, at last I'm free again. And then, then I began to get loathsome. Loathsome for Bob. Maybe wanting him so much was what finally brought him to me. Three weeks later, he finally found me. I don't care why you did it, Joan. It doesn't matter now. Just so I've found you. I've been so terribly lonesome, Bob. We're going home. I can't, Bob. Why not? I can't. That's all. You've got to believe me. But I don't know what to believe anymore. You keep on saying that you still love me. I do. I do love you, Bob. I'll always love you. Then why don't you go back with me then? Because... Because I've got reasons, I tell you. You wouldn't understand. But how can I? You won't give me a chance. You're not even giving yourself a chance. You don't belong in a place like this. You belong with us, with your dad and with me. We love you, Joan. We want to take care of you. If it's something that you've done... No. No, nothing like that. Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, we'll make it right. If you'll just come back with me. Don't ask me, Bob. Don't ask me anymore. I love you, Joan. Then do what I say. Please. If you really love me, go away and leave me here. Go back. Go back alone. Please, I'm begging you, Bob. Because I love you. Because I love you. You love me, and I love you. I think we've had enough of this nonsense. You listen to me, Joan. I'm going downstairs, I'm gonna pay your bill, and then we're gonna pack your things and we're gonna catch the next train. And we'll have no argument about it either. No, Bob. Bob! Joan. No. Joan. You've come back. Yes, I've come back. But you said you wouldn't. You promised me. You said you wouldn't come back if I went away. You lied. You lied to me. You lied to yourself. You knew I'd go wherever you went. You've cheated me. As you've cheated me through all these years. But I'll live now. I'll take your place with Bob. But you can't do that. You don't love him. <laughs> How do you know? Why, you little Puritan? What do you know about love? What do you know about life? What will you ever know? Unless I teach you. Don't worry, though. You'll learn. In time, I'll take over this slim body of yours. I'll make you burn. 
and freeze and sing and cry. Mm, I love it when you cry. I'll make you crawl in the mud and dance in the skies. I'll teach you. I'll teach you, Joan. I won't let you. I won't. I'll tell them about you. <laughs> They'll say you're mad. I don't care. I don't care. I tell you, I'll, I'll drag you out. I'll let them see you. They'll, they'll help me destroy you. I'll destroy you first. I'll destroy you, Joe. Bob! Bob! We're all set, honey. I've paid the bill and- Bob, listen, I've changed my mind. I, I want to go- don't, don't say it, darling. I know. You want to go home. You've straightened things out in that funny little head of yours. Wait, Bob. Not a chance, lady. We're not waiting for anything now. Come on. Let's get to work on these bags. I warned you, Joan. Bob, listen to me. There's no time now, honey. That train leaves in 40 minutes. I said I'd destroy you, Joan. You know, for the first time in my life, I enjoy packing. That might never happen again. Kill him! No! What'd you say? Nothing. Nothing. Kill him! Don't look so scared. And pass me those things on the dresser. Kill him! You know, I just figured out why I never enjoyed packing before. I tr never tried it when I was happy. I'm not this happy anyway, Joan. The scissors. Honey, on I've the got dresser, a Joan. Everything's gonna be all Pick right them up. from now on. The shower. Don't just forget these tight. last few months. Joan, tight. I guess everybody <laughs> He's has not looking. Ups and downs your arm. Like this. Higher, <laughs> higher. Now strike. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> she wanted to destroy me, and that's the way she did it. And then the trial. What could I say? What could I do? Who would believe me? She, she didn't come back anymore. She was satisfied with what she did. She was waiting. Oh, that trial, mother. Lawyers. Lawyers. Talking. Talking. I say to you, gentlemen of the jury, that never in the history of this community has a more cold-blooded murder been perpetrated. Doctors? Was I sane? Was I insane? Doctors? More doctors? No doubt of it, gentlemen. This girl is sane. I'll stake my professional reputation on that. I'd say she's completely responsible for her actions. Testimony? Evidence, prosecution, defense, people, talking, 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 till I... Stop! Oh, Mother. Mother, what I've gone through. What a 
horrible things she's done to me. <laughs> mother, mother, I can't cry anymore. There's so much to tell you. There was my lawyer. The judge appointed him. I had no money, you see. You see, mother, I... I didn't tell them my right name. I didn't want the newspapers to print it so that father would find out. They don't even know about me now, mother. It's best that way. Don't you think so? Oh yes, I was telling you about my lawyer. His name was Eric. He was very kind. He tried so hard to help me. So very hard. Joan, listen to me, Joan. Why don't you let me help you? Tell me everything there is to tell. Oh, please. But the trial's almost over and things aren't going well for us, you know. What difference does it make? Joan, it does make a difference. It makes a difference to me. Eric. I want you to live, Joan. I want you to live, if not for your own sake, for mine. It's too late. No, no, it's not too late. This is a Southern jury and you're a woman. Give them the slightest reason to doubt and they'll never convict you. But if you continue this silence, you will die, Joan. And I don't want you to die. I don't want you to die. He was in love with me, Mother. Such a fine man. In love with me, who could never know love because of her. Then, the last day of the trial, in all those days, she'd never talked to me. Gone. Silent. He, Eric, made a speech to the jury. He said that if I killed that man, then there must have been a good reason for what I did. A reason I, I couldn't tell even to him. Oh, Mother. How could I tell him of her? That horror within me. Then the jury went out. Oh, such a long time. Eric was very pleased. He said, the longer they stayed out, the better. The jury's been out almost six hours now, Joan. It's a good sign. You've been very kind, Eric. Joan. You. What is it, Joan? Nothing, Eric. No need to worry, Joan. They won't convict you. Joan, what's the matter? You're so pale. I... I'm all right. The jury's coming in! The jury! Look! Look, darling! They're... They're smiling! You'll live, Joan. You'll live. And I'll live with you. Joan! Joan, I think we did it! We'll both live, Joan. We'll live. For Eric. No. Not him. He loves you. Doesn't he? We'll take care of him. First it was Bob. Now it's Eric. And then... I won't let you. I won't let you. Joan, what is it? The jury. Both of us, Joan. With Eric. I won't let you. I won't let you. We, the jury, find the defendant not guilty. No! Stop! Stop! Joe! I did it!
It's time, miss. They're leading me from the cell, mother. The corridor is long and dark. I'm not afraid to die, mother. I'm not afraid. When I die, she dies. Her evil dies with me. That's why I'll die happy, mother. Happy. Another door, mother. Light. The gallows. But I can't be afraid, mother. I can't. She dies, too. We walk upstairs. The gallows platform. I'm smiling, mother. Smiling down at all of them looking up at me down there. I'm smiling, mother. I mustn't be afraid. I mustn't. She dies with me. The evil of her. <laughs> I will not die with you, Joe. You will. You will, Carmen. I'll be closer to you. Fire in you for all eternity. You hear me? For all eternity. I might have had life but for you. You hear me? Life. You stole the body from me. For that, I'll never give you peace. Never, never, never. His hand is on the lever. In a second, the trap beneath your feet. But no peace for you. <laughs> never. Never. The law is satisfied. Under the direction of Pete Fernbaugh, Cloak and Dagger on the Air Stays Home has brought you Arch Obler's 1939 radio play, Alter Ego. Our script was transcribed from the original broadcast for genericradio.com. Featured in our cast were Odessa Horez as Joan and Carmen, Evan Osland as Bob and the Doctor, and Ralph Parisi as Mr. Andrews and Eric with additional voices by Pete Fernbaugh. I'm Bethany Fernbaugh, your announcer. Using excerpts from the opera Carmen by Georges Bizet, our score was composed and arranged by Roberta Fadouche, and our sound effects were provided by the Holy Foley Moles. Coming June 27th on Cloak and Dagger on the Air stays home. You are a hard-working resident of a small American town a town strongly attached to its heritage and way of life. Generations have come and gone, but still this town, your home, remains devoted to an annual act of chance that determines whether you or your neighbors live or die. Will you survive the lottery? 
Listen on Saturday, June 27th, when Cloak and Dagger on the Air Stays Home brings you Ernest Kenoy's 1951 radio adaptation of The Lottery, a 1948 short story by Shirley Jackson. And join us this Saturday, June 20th, for Cloak and Dagger on the Air Live, when we'll present an unreleased episode recorded and performed at Brookhills Playhouse last September, titled Carney Cabaret. Cloak and Dagger on the Air Stays Home is a presentation of the Ohio Valley Cloak and Dagger Company. Carissa Martin is our sound effects director, and Pete Fernbaugh, our head writer and executive producer. Our theme, The Sealed Kingdom, is by Adrian von Ziegler and used with permission of the artist. All original music is copyright 2020 Roberta Fidausch, and all original material is copyright 2020 Pete Fernbaugh. Until next time, we remain your obedient servants. Good evening. This has been a Future Past production. <laughs>